Good day, folks. I hope it's a good day where you are, whatever a good day means to you. Here is a poem about a good day for me, a springtime walk with our little granddaughter called And It's Spring. It's spring, and we are sitting in the tall grasses in a great wide field. We are sitting in our tall grass houses next door to each other, feeding handfuls of torn grasses to our little stick babies to fatten them up. And it's spring, and the sky chimes brilliant blue. The sky is filled with great winged birds, buzzards and harriers and hawks. And look, there is an egret gliding toward the marsh. And look, there is a kite hovering just above the tall grass tops, hunting for its rodent du jour. And it's spring, and the little one has had enough of neighbors and babies and heads out on the trail, allowing us to tag along until she turns and holds up her hand and shouts, Stop! Which we do, and why not? Because it's spring, and she spots a eucalyptus grove off the trail and bushwhacks through thistles and burrs, permitting us now to accompany her, and the sky still ding-donging cerulean, and we climb atop the huge trunk of a fallen eucalyptus and sit on it pulling off big gnarly chunks of bark. And it's spring, and sparrows in the brambles are making much ado about everything, and we find a gate to swing on, and we swing because it's spring, and a chilly wind brings a whiff of rain still a day away, and the sky still tolling its cloudless clang, and as we walk now back toward the car, the little one stops over and over to lie in the tall grasses because I need a little privacy. And of course we wait and do not hurry her because it's her and it's spring. And soon enough she decides to come along of her own accord because yes, it's spring and who knows what's next. And back at the car we pack ourselves in to head home with the azure sky still peeling and the brisk and bracing breeze still tasting of tomorrow's rain. And it's spring. I opened my desk drawer the other day, and right there on top of all the envelopes and cards and staples and paper clips was a box of brand new pencils I'd forgotten about, and I got very excited, because I do love a number two pencil. Here's a poem owing a little bit to Pablo Neruda and a little bit to Christopher Smart called Number Two Pencil. Praise be for the number two pencil, for it is the perfect object of simplicity and utility, for it is elegantly slender with faultless posture, for it contains all words, for it is equipped to eliminate its mistakes and start anew, for it is inexpensive and thus available to all, for its weight is not so great that it tires the hand, for its weight is not so slight that the hand drifts off the page and loses track of where it is. For it does what is asked of it and makes no comment on the tasks it is called upon to perform. For when its lead breaks or wears down, it is submitted to sharp blades of various types and does not complain. For it perceives itself growing smaller and smaller and understands its own mortality, yet it does not grieve does not shirk its duties, for it understands its role in the scheme of things and carries on without a whimper, for even when it is reduced to little more than an eraserless nub, it will write one more grocery list, draw one more map on a napkin, jot one more telephone number on a torn envelope, 
before it is tossed for good into the trash bin, where it will rest in peace having lived a life of selfless service to all the jotters and doodlers, all the underliners and notationists and figurers, all the scorers and sketchers and puzzlers of scribbling, scrawling humankind. Well, that's it for now. Springtime and pencils. What could be better? This is Buff Whitman Bradley. Thanks for listening, and adios until next time.